Welcome to the Bernadette Jackson podcast, where we are redefining how the world views women with daddy issues by discussing topics, sharing stories, and gaining insight, all from the perspective of a fatherless daughter. I'm your host, Bernadette of BernadetteJackson.com. Today's episode, we have story time with Victoria. We have with us Victoria Odia Ndala. She shows single people simple steps for improving their lives while handling singleness. Her free tips and guides are sure to take your self-love journey to another level. To learn more, check out her blog post, How to Maximize Your Singleness, at emerance.com. That's E-M-M-E-R-A-N-C-E dot com. It is so great to have you here, Victoria. How did you get started working with single people? Well, I've been actually just sharing my voice on emirates.com at the end of 2018 because I had my own experience in being with myself and loving myself. It actually started with a self-love blog, and then I realized that many people did not know how to just be single, you know, be by themselves and be alone, enjoy that aloneness. Sometimes you especially during this time, it's super important. So I started doing the singleness blogging um, this uh, last year in 2020, when everything um, got closed with COVID. Mm-hmm. So that's really how I started um, working with single people. Yeah. Wow, that is so good. There is so much that you can do in your single season to prepare for the life you want. So I love that you're helping folks in this way. So tell me, How has the pandemic given you more or less time to level up in your own single season? It actually gave me more time. I had time to get to know myself more. And I love journaling. It's something that I do pretty much every day whenever I feel like I'm overthinking. And it also helped me um, connect with a lot of people online. So I'm not complaining. Quarantine, actually, for some people, it's been hard. But for me, since I already tackled all these moments back in 2018, I I don't have an issue right now. I'm actually very grateful. I love that. That's been the same for me for the pandemic. I, I feel like I've been really blessed in this season to have a lot of time for introspection and also just for some self-development journey that I wanted to be on. I've been doing a lot of reading, so I've been enjoying my time. What's been your favorite pandemic purchase so far? My favorite pandemic purchase? Just like you, I, I bought a lot of books, so just... Reading was the best investment that I did. <laughs> Buying books and reading, those were the, the two things that I did while, well, that was in the beginning, but now I'm just investing in in my business and developing that. Wow. I feel like you and I are sharing the same experience because books has been my favorite pandemic purchase too. The one that I've been reading now has been my favorite so far. It's called After the Rain by Alex L. I've been in that book. I've been highlighting things. I'm really enjoying it so far. So I really feel like this pandemic has kind of helped me to do a lot more of the things that I've been putting off for a while. So I've been definitely grateful for the time that I've been giving. What are you looking forward to most this year? This year, I'm looking for more growth and success. Like, I, I've i been working on myself for two or three years now. It's going three years. And I'm just looking at 
you know, when you plant your seed and you're seeing the growth and I, I, I can't see it coming this year. That's what I'm looking forward to and meeting new people at the same time. Yeah, that sounds great. So Victoria, what is your father loss type? Has your father um, been absent? Was he deceased or physically there, but emotionally unavailable? He was physically there, but emotionally unavailable. Hmm. Yes. And what are some of the ways that your father loss has affected you emotionally and in relationships? I think it's the fact that my father was there um, physically, but emotionally unavailable, it raised in within me the independency. However, I did I did realize growing up that I was also emotionally un unavailable within my romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. um, so it that's how it affected me just by seeing how we were not connected. It did not allow me to connect with other people. Yeah yeah that's that's pretty common with fatherless daughters um a lot of us really tend to mirror the um uh, characteristics that our fathers share because that is the type of relationship that really is supposed to set the precedence for um how we engage in relationships with our significant others and it's actually quite common that we would either look to be in relationships with people who are just like our fathers who share the same characteristics or end up embodying those characteristics ourselves so it's what i hear a lot from my clients um i like to call the moment that you decide that you are not going to be defined by your father loss anymore as your coming to jesus moment do you have a moment like that if so can you share it with us yes so um, I, I've been saying a lot of things changed in 2018 for me, and that's mm -hmm. when I had the awakening, like an aha moment where I realized that I should stop um, blaming other people and take my life um, seriously, as in I have to do things that I want to do, and not because my dad was absent that I have to be the way that I was living, you know? Yeah. So my come to Jesus moment was like, I did not ask to, to be like, I was not eager to be in the relationship. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I craved God's presence in my life. So I connected with God on a spiritual level. And, um, that was very important to me for a whole year or two. I was just reading my Bible and, going to like watching sermons online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. So you would say then that the first thing you did after you had that moment was to really connect with God and to um, get right with him and really just to improve your relationship there first before you sought to have any relationships with anyone outside of yourself. Is, is that right? Yes, um, the scripture that actually helped me through it to understand the concept of singleness and everything is Matthew 22, 37 30 to 39, I think, mm -hmm. where it basically says, love God, love yourself and love others. What I realized in my aha moment was that a lot of people, including myself, I was more speaking about myself at that time where I put other people on the pedestal and then I 
was there just you know losing myself through all of their distractions and God was kind of still there but was not really present so I decided to go through what the scripture says love God love yourself and love others so I started with God and then started working on myself I love that and I think that a lot of us really get that scripture confused because we talk about um you know, in the Bible that it says to love your neighbor as you love yourself, but people don't realize that if you don't love yourself first, if you don't really understand what self-love looks like for you, that you're unable to share that love with other people or even extend it to other people that you come in contact with. So I love that you really were able to understand that God was trying to tell you that this was a season for you to, to learn how to love yourself more because in doing that, then you're going to be able to open yourself up to the type of love that you want in relationships. Exactly. That's exactly it. So what is one thing that you would tell your younger self now that you've gone through some healing? I would tell her, don't stress. Just do what you usually do. You are amazing. And even though you grew up very independently, even though um, you are you were in a big family, but most of the time you felt you felt very alone. That you're right at the at the right spot at the right time. God created you the way you were for a purpose, and to keep to keep smiling, to keep being yourself. I love that. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, because father loss is trauma that affects us r- relationally. There are areas of our healing that will only happen in healthy relationships, whether it's family relationships, friendship relationships, or uh, romantic relationships. Are there any relationships in your lives, whether it's romantic or friendship or otherwise, that are helping you with your healing journey? Yes, my I have two best friends that are helping me. They're very honest people, and they love me. It shows with their actions, not just... Yeah. Um, not just the words, but you can see that they're there for me. And I have 11, uh, sorry, I have 10 siblings, but um, most of my siblings are closer to me. And they're also they're also there and giving me their advice and love and I can see it. That's amazing. Do your siblings live close by? Or do you get to speak to them often, whether it's video chat or otherwise? We have a group chat. Oh, that group chat <laughs> must group be chat. lit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have a group chat where it's not just about um, serious talk, but they make me laugh. They yeah. Me, um, yeah, we can connect on a deeper level and laugh sometimes, which it's amazing. I love that. I love that. And I love that you also have like a coalition of girlfriends because I talk about um especially on my platform that having a coalition that really understands your father's story and who you are and supports you that that's so important for us because we really need to cultivate our own like network of people that really inspire us because of just you know how we grew up and what we lacked so i love that you had that available to you as well Mm -hmm. um in my 
consultant agency, we do a lot of work with understanding how our fear-based responses affect us in relationships. And fear-based responses is just a, a coin, a, I'm sorry, a term that I coined that is a sequence of responses that you launch into when you feel fear. And fear is usually triggered by some kind of event that has happened in your relationship. So it could be an argument that you had or maybe something that someone said that maybe triggered a feeling from the past. Do you have any fear-based responses that you've been working on in your single season so that when you get into relationships that you can be aware that certain things affect you in a specific way? Yeah, um, I've been working on my emotional intelligence mm. because one thing that I used to do was as soon as someone triggers something, I would leave. I would mm. just give up and say, you know what, we're breaking up, bye. <laughs> yeah. But um, I realized that afterwards, it was just an emotion. It was mm -hmm. just something that I was trying to avoid. I was avoiding to get hurt further and right. not really resolving the issues at hand. So I'm I'm tackling like working on that emotional intelligence while I'm single, yes. Yeah, I really love that. That is actually one of the fatherless daughter trigger points that I've spoken about in my podcast before. It's the idea that, you know, anytime there's any kind of opposition in the relationship or you fear that the relationship will end, fatherless daughters will typically end the relationship before their partner does in an effort to control the outcome because they don't know where things are going to go. So I'm so happy that you were able to really pinpoint that response in yourself because it really does lend itself to having um, relationships that a lot of times could have been really great relationships. And if we had just taken the time to communicate what our needs were in that moment, we could have gotten past whatever that argument was. But a lot of times we don't even realize that our fear of abandonment is making it so that any negative thing that happens, we automatically think that the relationship is doomed and we go into um, catastrophe thinking and start to just you know, end things or destroy what could have been. So it's good that, you know, you're definitely able to figure these things out and work through them now. Yes. So how would you say your lived experience has influenced what you do now in terms of your line of work or if you're a parent or in any other way that you'd like to share? It's right now I'm working on being a self-empowerment coach and it's it's all about what I went through in life. It was mm -hmm. not just based on my relationship with my father. It was also uh, the relationship that I've seen in my life. Like I said, I have many siblings, so I did see a lot of things. Um, so it's the, the way that I'm doing things today is to empower people to be more confident, to have more self-love, to, to love themselves first and put themselves first, um, no matter what, even if you're a mom, even if you're in the relationship, single, like even when like a lot of people that are single, they, they stay single and then they look for relationships. They are chasing that while the the number one relationship that you should be chasing is yourself so my experience really um 
affected that that side that part of my life and I feel like a lot of people are also struggling with that and that's why I'm doing what I do today that is amazing that is really amazing I could see that what you are looking to do is going to be so influential in so many lives because there are so many of us who really don't understand maybe practical tips on how to love ourselves more so that we can then extend that love in the relationships that we want. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how everything plays out with you because you are really doing some great work here. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, At the end of my interviews, I like to do something called Bernadette's Quick Five, and it is a five-minute segment where we answer or where you answer five questions, and you have five seconds or less to think of your response. There are no wrong answers, so you can just tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. What's one thing you think about, what's one thing that you think people get wrong about fatherless daughters? I think people generalize um, the fact that when you're a fatherless daughter, you're going to have like relationship issues where you look for the father in your boyfriend. I don't Mm -hmm. know if that makes sense, but it's, it's something that, yes, you do have those childhood traumas, but it's not necessarily what the person is looking for. Um, Yes, we need support, but it's really completely false that you are looking for a father within that relationship. It's something. I get that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally get what you're saying. And I think that that's really a good point. What is one thing that you believe you're better at because you're a fatherless daughter? Indepe- independency. I think I'm very independent. And that's something that I treat as a, a blessing. It's not, it's not a curse. It's definitely something that helped me through a lot in my life. I love that. Name one book that you've read that really improved your relationships with others, or in your case, that has helped you level up in your single season. The Four Agreement. I love Um, that book. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I think one of them is I don't take anything personally. And that's something that I've been implementing everywhere because I realized that And everyone, we're all going through something in life. Mm -hmm. Um, We're looking at other people's grass and say, oh my gosh, it's greener than ours. It's always going to be like that. What we need to focus on is ourselves and people around us are also judging other people. We're all insecure in some way. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just don't take anything personal. Yeah. If everyone remembered that, I think that we would all be better off, honestly. (laughs) Exactly. That's true. What would you like to be known for or remembered for? That's a good question. Remember, there are no wrong answers. (laughs) Yes, that's true. (laughs) I want to be remembered as the... Just... For my name, I just want people remember to remember Emirates as the self-empowerment coach that focuses on self-love, self-care, and singleness. Yeah. And that's something that I want to be remembered for. And it doesn't have to be with women. It has to be like anyone. That's awesome. And then the last question, fill in the blank. My name is blank. 
and my fatherlessness does not define me because. My name is Emerence Victoria Odiandala, and my fatherless does not define me because God created me the way he wanted me to be, and God does not make mistakes. So whatever I went through, it was for a purpose, which is who I am today, the self-love bloggers, self-empowerment coach, the person that speaks about self-love, basically. Yes, that was a whole word. I love that, Victoria. It was such a pleasure talking to you. Where can people find you? They can find me on Instagram. I have, my Instagram is at dmrance. Um, I can spell it, which is T-H-E-D-M-R-A-N-C-E. -E -E -E. That is great. This was such a pleasure. I really enjoyed interviewing you. I really felt like we had a lot of mirrored um, experiences and uh, <laughs> I can see that there is going to be quite a few more conversations that you and I can have together. So thank you so much for joining me in this interview. It was really informative. I truly enjoyed it. Thank you. And I enjoyed it also. Thank you. That was Victoria Emerents. And again, her IG handle is T-H-E-E-M-M-E-R-A-N-C-E. And she is the self-empowerment coach, and she has been working with single people to help them to level up in their single season. I really enjoyed speaking with her, and I really have been enjoying this series in general. We will be doing the Storytime seasons, or I'm sorry, the Storytime series once a month, and so looking for the episodes at the beginning of each month, we are going to be having a different interview with a fatherless daughter where we share how she has gotten past her fatherlessness to really start to live authentically, whether it's in relationship or just leveling up in her singleness. This is our podcast for today. And if you have any questions, please remember that I have a tab on my IG page. It says, how can I help? So if there is any questions that you have that you'd like to ask, that you'd like to be answered on a podcast or just some information that you'd like to have me expound on in the podcast, you can fill out that form and I will make sure that I will address your question or your comments in a podcast episode or on my IG page. So you can reach me on IG at Bernadette N. Jackson. That's B-E-R-N-A-D-E-T-T-E-N-J-A-C-K-S-O-N. I will see you in the next one.